dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You Can't Make This Up Podcast, episode 98. 98. Wow. 98 episodes. Like, I was thinking about that, man. Just 98 weeks. Whew. You know, give or take two or three, but <laughs> overall... That's that's a hell of an accomplishment, man. Keep on pushing. Yeah, grind, grind till you get it. Absolutely, man. I guess the key word is consistency, man. Right. That's uh, that's what it's all about, man. Cranking them out, keep on doing it, doing it for the love. Yeah, you know what I'm saying not really doing it for no other reason, but that we like to do it and do it for the people, man. Right. We can intro it right. Episode 98, yeah. DJ Killer Kev. Kev Nash. What's going on, man? Man, we just out here, man. Just out here living this life. Uh, before we get to the topics, man. I know you are in the process of, you know what I'm saying, getting things right with school, Joe College style, because yeah. uh, eventually you and the family want get, to get a house. Right. And, uh, lavish lifestyle. I will give you another Uh-oh. warning about this house life. Homeowner uh, Home pot owner. alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my fence, uh, it started leaning <laughs> probably like September. I'm like, eh. Whatever. Yeah, we've seen a thousand of those in the hood. Yeah, it's leaning <laughs> by like November. It's leaning back a little bit more until now. That motherfucker like about two inches from the neighbor's uh, <laughs> grass. And so I'm like, all right, I got to do something about this. <laughs> so I'm like Googling everything, like replacement, post, uh, how to fix a broken fence post or whatever. So I come across this thing called uh, uh, Post Buddy. Mm-hmm. So basically it's like these uh, long rods. They're probably about, I don't know, probably about two feet each. Okay. And they come in a bundle or whatever. So you nail them like to the post on either side, and then you push the fence, and you drill holes in them, and it stands back up straight. I'm like, oh, that seems simple enough. Like, right. I can do that. <laughs> so I ordered the Post Buddies because uh, actually – for me procrastinating, uh, two more of them broke. So <laughs> I had to order like six of these motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> so ordered them, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm like, all right, I guess I need a mallet because this isn't going to work with a regular old right. hammer. So, of course, I'm not going to buy a mallet. Of course, I asked the engineer at the station. I'm like, yo, I'm borrow <laughs> your mallet. So he gives him a mallet. So I go out there. I'm nailing, I'm nailing, I'm nailing. I'm like, yo, this is a lot harder than the demonstration <laughs> made it look. Right. So eventually I get one in there, I get the other one in there. So I'm like, all right, try to pull the fence. Fence pretty heavy, man. Yeah, it's a fence. Yeah, yeah. To, didn't think of that. Guard didn't... things. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, look, this is what I do. I go across there. Neighbor is cool guy, man. Of course, he wants this shit out of his yard. I'm like, yo, man, I'm finally going to get this fence fixed, but uh, it's kind of heavy. Can you help me? He had heart surgery, so mm. he couldn't help me out. So I'm like... Like, but you know, you you and a friend want to knock it out. Go ahead, dog is in the house anyway. Just look out for the for the landmines. Right. I'm like, I bet. <laughs> so wifey gets home. Like, all right, look, 
you can drill or you can push the fence. She, <laughs> she looked, she was like, I don't know too much about a drill, so I'm going to push. So I got the wife on the other side of the fence pushing the fence. Uh, drill ain't strong enough, bro. Uh, ain't strong enough. So I had to go to Sears, <laughs> drop 90 bucks on a drill, which uh, I probably should have anyway. I mean, right. I do own a house. <laughs> so You'll probably use it again. Yeah, exactly. So today's mission is to fix the fence completely because while I'm out there, I find out the post is like hanging on by a straw now. So I'm like, yeah, I need to get this done oh, ASAP man. because I'm supposed to get more bad weather, yeah. man. So, uh, yeah. Who wants to spend their weekend fixing a fence? Not me. Yeah. And it's going to be day two of this, man. So, uh, yeah. That was that Bundle was my, it's, it's still yeah. cold. Yeah, yeah. Some bullshit, man. <laughs> Some total bullshit, right. man. But uh, I just wanted to say uh, sports fucking suck. Hey, man. This has been... Every year, it grabs me more, man. It just grabs me. Something else is grabbing my my attention for the next year, man. Sports has been crazy this last couple of weeks. Horrible, man. I just is as fans, it's just horrible, man. Yeah. And as a alum, yeah, yeah, it's gotta be even rougher, right? Yeah, man. We uh, another LeBron victory. <laughs> I, I put a little tweet out like, "This is the closest I feel to Killer Kev versus King James," but uh. <clears throat> My alum, Trotwood, man, they they can fell a little short against St. V in the Division II state championship, yeah, but man. trying to get our first basketball chip. That's you know, back-to-back years, too, the yeah, same V. Yeah, back-to-back years, lost the same V in a buzzer beater the year before. Yeah, man. I know what. It was a, basically Tory mm-hmm. and then uh, Graves, Javon Graves. Yep. They basically, it was almost last year, just basically playing one-on-one. Yeah. They basically both had like 30 points. They went heads up. Now uh, Graves plays for Buffalo. Uh, Torrey plays for, does he play for Akron? Yeah, Akron. He Akron. plays for Akron. Akron. So, I mean, I, when going into the game, I was like, well, Javon Graves ain't there no more. Right. But Trywood still got these dudes. So yeah. I'm like, okay, they should be able to win this game. And and we've been playing high tempo, high power ball all year, and it it got slow down. Yeah, yeah, it got slow. I watched I watched 95 percent of it. You know, I was working on some stuff, but I was definitely tuned in, and it just felt like you know, blue. I felt like the the pressure. Like I don't know what that feel like. So I definitely ain't talking down on these guys, but like. When you when you've been close to it last year, mm-hmm. and your goal is to get back, and you reach that goal, and mm-hmm. it's like we got to we got to perform one more time. Mm. Like that pressure got to be real because I saw Blue miss a couple layups that he normally don't miss. I saw Blanton miss a couple. Like it was just a, it it was just a, it just seemed like the pressures of doing it now, like they just was a little off, you know. Cause I think. If they would have played anybody else besides St. V, they'd have won. Mm-hmm. Because that getting back there, that pressure, and then seeing them again. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Seeing some of those same kids, seeing Coach Drew. I mean, you know, Coach Drew, I mean, you could say whatever you want yeah. about St. V or whatever, but this makes eight championships. Exactly. Eight, was it eight or nine? I can't remember exactly. I think it's eight. I think it's eight. I think it's eight for him. So... Yo, this isn't just because LeBron. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. LeBron was in high school 15 years ago. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And they only won three. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, three <laughs> out of four ain't bad. Right. So there's a lot more winning going on after that. Yeah. And they, after and they, they lost their whole squad last year. For yeah. them. They lost a bunch of seniors last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just to have that. But I, I would imagine, you know, 
the the swag that Saint V come with. Yeah. You know, the comfortability of being there. Yeah, being there, Winning being in it. the moment, knowing what it's like to have everybody looking at you and, and wondering is LeBron here? Like, there's just that whole aura mm-hmm. of St. V, which is now an aura. Like, it's now a thing in Ohio where St. V is St. V. And you better you, be you ready. Gotta, you got to be St. V now. You got to coach. You got to <laughs> yeah. coach that's been there yeah. and not only been there, won it. Multiple. So he knows what he's exactly. doing. He knows, like, you know, you talk about how many points Troutwood scores, the up and down tempo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that always comes back to, like, that white black thing yeah. when it when it comes to running one's into the player. One's talented, one's yeah. athletic, one works hard, one, yeah. you know, that type of thing. And the crazy part about it is that's what Coach Drew just did. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? I've been there. I've been that team that's up and running and gunning with LeBron, with with so-and-so, with mm-hmm. a, a Tra- uh, Romeo Travis, and yeah. they lost the uh, altar in the state yeah. final. Yeah. They lost because they slowed it down. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. He said, we're going to take the air out the ball. We're not going to allow you to take it from us and get just easy layups and dunks the whole game. Right. And it was just like, it's hard to watch because, you know, I'm rooting for Trowood. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I am technically, I'm not from Dayton, but hey, man, I've been here for a while. Right. I I, I rocks with you heavy. Right, you know right. What I'm saying? So I want to see you happy. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? I want to see them kids happy. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted so bad to have that state football Ooh. and that state basketball. Ooh, would have been a hell of a and, feeling. And just to be like, yeah. Ram Nation, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> but I'm still proud of my boys, man. To get that, to get the, to get the second place, man. Hey, I know that ain't what you what you strive for. I know that ain't what your goal was, but you put on a hell of a season. Your losses were extremely, you know, valuable losses. Like you didn't you didn't lose no game you wasn't supposed to, right. to lose. So I mean, you had a great season. Y'all y'all stepped up, man. I'm proud of y'all. So I know a lot of kids getting some looks. Yeah. To go to college, so mm-hmm. you know ultimately that's the that's a more important thing, man. You get maybe had to get a free ride. Yeah, I, I saw one. I, I forget his name, but uh, I saw one. He got like Princeton. I mean, a whole bunch of like you know great schools that you can really decide you know on your future. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I always said this to uh, my homie, like, yo, if, if I'm fortunate, you know, what I'm saying to have children one day and I have a son or a daughter or whatever, uh, you know, what I'm saying play football, basketball, or whatever, they that talented enough to get that offer from the Ohio State University yeah. and an offer from how me uh you know Harvard. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're not going to Ohio <laughs> State. Sorry. Exactly. Or even like uh Northwestern or Stanford. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Buckeye Nation. Exactly. Not happening. No. You if you can get that ride paid for to a school like that, just that that paper alone will change your life. Exactly. <laughs> hey, change Buckeye Nation, I love you, but yeah. uh, you know if Stanford's coming calling, <laughs> it is a different level out there, Hell boy. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Hell yeah. But uh I I I talk about the high school basketball thing for multiple reasons, man, because uh when I was in high school, my high school, Cleveland Heights High School, we were like the team of the nineties. Yeah. We went to state like three years in a row, you know, lost in the semis. Then they made it like back-to-back uh, championship games and lost. And one game stands out to me the most. It was us versus Zanesville in the state final. It's the mm-hmm. 95 final. You can actually find most of that game on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, Damon Stringer, uh, Mr. Basketball in 95, Played at Ohio State, played at Cleveland State, played with Yao Ming in China. Mm-hmm. He had five points going to the fourth quarter. We're down 10 points. 
he erupts. And when I say erupts, bruh, I mean erupts <laughs> for 20 points in the fourth quarter. Mm. And I'll show you this when we're done. But this three hit to tie it up. It was probably four feet. Not right now. Probably like three feet. That James Harden stuff now, but deeper, but uh, deeper than that. Deeper, and mm, think about that this. That Trey Young, yeah, that Trey Young style, <laughs> bopped that bitch to tie it up. Ultimately, he fouled out in overtime, and he was like that offensive powerhouse on that team, and we lost to Zanesville. But ultimately, two years later, my senior year in high school, '97, we played Zanesville again. And we beat them sons of bitches in fucking <laughs> overtime. And I was in the building. Me and my homeboy Austin was down there. And it was such a great feeling, man, to not only get our first state championship, but have homeboys on the team. Like dudes like like Theo Dixon. Like, I've been cool with Theo since we was like in sixth grade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been cool with Clinton since middle school. You know what I'm saying? My dude Mosley. We've been cool like since we was in middle school, so it's like, yo, it ain't just like, all right, man, them, them the Hoopers, we just over here, we just the students right. or whatever. Like, yo, these are my peoples. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And we went down to St. John's Arena uh, all the way from Cleveland. It was like my first time driving on the highway. It was crazy. <laughs> it's just like, yo, we going to win state, and we going. We going. Fuck yeah. that. Like, my dude Austin was like, yo, we should go to the game. I'm like, what? It's like, man, what time the bus leaving? Like, no, nah, fuck that. We driving. I was like, we. Was like, <laughs> I was like, you got a car? Like, no, nigga, you do. Like, and we went. Yeah. And I told my mom, I was like, we going to the game. She's like, how y'all getting there? I'm driving. Miles was scared as hell. <laughs> like, you driving on the highway? Oh my God. But it was a hell of a feeling, man, to have uh, homeboys and us win our first state championship, man. So I yeah. can only imagine the feeling that it is for kids to. To accomplish a goal like that, man. man. I mean, it felt great for me. I wasn't on the team, but it right. was it was my school. And Any, anytime the school get close, I feel like whether you in it, whether you freshly out of it, whether you a true blue alum, like mm-hmm. it brings back all those smiles from high school. It brings back all those good times, man. And you just remember like how much you know when we had our moments in sports at the school, everybody was in tune. You know, everybody Absolutely. was involved, and it just it, it just make you feel good again. That's school pride, man. Exactly. That's the school it. pride. That's school it. pride is real because I mean, you know, you look at dudes that get drafted in the NBA, NFL. You know, their time is short. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Their careers are short. They get traded. You know, you look at somebody like even somebody that probably will make the NBA Hall or the Basketball Hall of Fame, Chauncey Billups, mm-hmm. played on eight teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's bounced around. He's known for being a Piston, but he played for the Raptors, Celtics, right. Orlando Magic. He'd have been around, player. Yeah. He'd have yeah. been around. <laughs> but I bet you you bring up Colorado, where he went to college or his high school, he bleeds it to the end, exactly. man. And that's how we feel about our high schools exactly. and our colleges, man. 100, man. That's, that's sports. That's why you love it. Who's the best high school hooper you ever seen? Man. In person. Yeah, in person. Brian don't well, count. Okay. Brian don't count. I was about to say, I did have an <laughs> excellency at that Alter uh, St. V game back in the day. Yeah, he don't count. That's... Or what was the centerfield? One of them. I think it was Alter. But, um, man, so, okay. So, my the first person that I that I really, like, thought was the most amazing high school basketball player was actually a teammate of uh, Springer's was John Lumpkin. Okay. John, yeah. John Lumpkin um, from my high school, man. I, you know, 95, I was 12, 13 years old. So, you know, definitely in tune with what's happening, you know, at the high school and all that. But mm-hmm. John really got that Ohio State scholarship playing football and basketball. That's so amazing. 
that that to me like like was was, was amazing. Big boy. Yeah. Six eight or six ten, <laughs> six whatever. Huge. Big. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and it's cool because these, these these two players that I'm gonna name and I've actually you know, later on in life, became somewhat of friends with. I, I see John a couple times a year when I help when I would DJ at football camps. And um, Dre Hutt is my yeah. second. Uh, Dre Hutt in '97 or '90, yeah, '97, my freshman year of high school. That team man was amazing. I mean, t- it, was, it was his senior year, and just to see the domination that he put on. I mean, every it seemed like every Friday night, bro, at tip, it was a tip to the guard. Roll out alley oop to Dre Hutt to start the game off. It just seemed like that happened, you know, eight, nine, ten times. Opening tip, you know, just a straight tip and alley oop dunk, and we here. It was two nothing. Let's go. We 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 ready. So I mean, just to see Dre Hutt and John Lump, those were the two that were closest to me that I got to see the most of. But even people like Luke Kennard, I mean, mm. you, you you can't mm. you, you can't you can't some some I of these young I've guys. I've seen a couple games of Luke, and it was <laughs> it's hard to. If I can even say this, it was one of his off games where he only scored like forty. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's how that's how good exactly. this dude was, man. When you when you think of like I just you know if close, uh, for me it's gonna be Ohio high school kids because that's probably what I follow the most. But I mean there, there's been some great ones, some great ones. But like Luke Kennard, Dre Hutt, those you know John Lump, those two stand out to me as far as just like the high school level and what they were doing. At that like a, a grown man, yeah. you know they were there. They was six eight, six ten, six four, six five in high school, and it just seemed like they was just dominating, man, dominating. I will say I don't. I've only seen him play one high school game, and it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I'm sure you probably saw it too. When Daquan and Dunbar played John Diebler. yeah. <laughs> fucking John fucking Diebler was an amazing high school basketball he was. player. I forgot. And I'm about to say that too. That that flying to the hoops that came to Ohio <laughs> ten years ago, just to be able to see some of them high school games. I, I went to some, you know, when Chris was in high school, Chris Wright, he was an amazing high school athlete. Mm-hmm. I mean I remember J.R. Yeah. Smith kind of flying to the hoops. Yep. Got busy, did a three. But I remember that Diebler and Daquan. I mean, they were woo. It it cause this is no disrespect to Daquan because he's lights out shooter. Yeah, but it was it, it's it's levels. Yeah, <laughs> and to like Daquan, he's a spot up shoot. He can be a spot up shooter now, but it was get busy with it a little bit, yeah. get his rhythm, bop. But it was just like pin down screen, check up, pin down screen, check up. He was bringing it up half court, check up. I was like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> Double him. And it didn't matter because he's fucking 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. You know, okay, Daquan's 6'5". Okay. Mm-hmm. The next dude's like 6'1". Okay. Right. I'm shooting over both of y'all now. It is amazing. And to think about it like that, you know, we talk about all these guys, man. But look at the levels that it has to get to to get to a shooting level like Curry and yep. Clay and and KD to make it to the league. Like, these dudes is lights-out shooters. But the best hooper, high school hooper I've ever seen in person definitely was Damon Stringer, man. I yeah. mean, the things that he was able to do. And he wasn't was like one of these super athletes, like, just jump out the gym. And he was just, just so fast, so quick, jumper, just splash. And probably number two, I would say Melvin Levitt. He was also from Cleveland. Uh, I remember... I was at this uh, park car, Euclid Creek. Mm-hmm. Me and I'm probably about mm, me and the homies went down there running, 
and it was always something like we're gonna go down there early and we ain't coming off the court <laughs> and uh we didn't get there early enough so you know what i'm saying we got there probably like about 10 probably got on the court about 11 right. <laughs> it was a long wait right and he and Melvin and his crew was out there running the court, man. And uh, my dude, Marvin, he uh, played a little bit of college ball, high school ball. My homeboy, Dennis, uh, was in the military. He can he can ball his ass off, too. But uh, we were small dudes, but we was out there giving our all. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we was, we was up like 10, 9 on them. So we only going to 12. Right. So... Swing it around to me. I'm blazing the deuce for the game. So I'm like, I'm not shooting a one yeah. to give these dudes a chance to, <laughs> to come back and beat us. I let it go. Looking good. I was like, oh, that's good. Like, out of nowhere, two hands. <laughs> he just grabs the fucking, like, a shot. Yeah. Not a floater. Yeah. Not just a layup. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm at the top. I'm like, I let it go. Pinky looking good. Follow through. Elbow extend. I'm like, oh, that's game. Let to get these motherfuckers off the court. <laughs> he catches it with two hands. I'm probably like 15 at the time. So I made him like 18, 19. He's an old motherfucker. He <laughs> caught it. Came down. Looked at me. There's a push to give him some, some momentum. Yeah. And I'm like, before I could even turn, he's in the air. At the other end of the court. <laughs> right. Bringing the Funk. Uh. I'm talking about boom. Like you could hear this shit sound like a bomb went off. <laughs> and he smacked me on my ass. He come back up the court. He'd be like, get that off quicker. I'm like, I can't get that shit off no quicker than that. Right. <laughs> like, I know what you can do. I've seen it. I'm shooting as fast as I can, right. dude. And we, of course, eventually lost. And, you know, after a good run, you know what I'm saying? You get these dudes that's headed to play at UC mm -hmm. and all these other D1 schools. You get that, hey, good, good, good run, little dudes. Good run. Y'all gave us some run. And then we had to wait another hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and when you know when you like, because, I mean, that's what the court is about. Yeah. You you get on, you wait an hour, two hours. Mm -hmm. You're going to give it your all because you're not trying to lose. Yep. There was, there was a spot on West Carrollton when I was in high school on Central. It was this chained mm -hmm. basketball court area. And we used to come over in the summertime, you know, like 10 deep, two teams. And it'd be... Two other teams. It'd be like, you know, 100 kids at, at, at this court. And you'll be waiting hour, hour and a half to get on. You get on, it'd be five minutes of talking shit before anybody check ball up because everybody's just, you know, we here now, y'all. Y'all about, about to get ready to drink some water. Get y'all a little five minutes. We're we going to shoot around while y'all get y'all rest. But that's it for y'all, you know, all that. But to have that, because I can remember a time for me where I was, you know, we was close game. And I was the kind of guy where I was I was not going in the middle very often. And uh, I just played the perimeter, setting picks, whatever I could do to be the role player. And one of those picks, you know, just the the, the fortunes of basketball, you you know this guy's open, but you throw it to him and I'm like, oh, shit, I threw it to kid. You know? <laughs> so it was like that, that kind of feeling like, pass it back. You know, and it was like, I grabbed it. I was about to pass it back. Fuck but that. no one's in front of my face. <laughs> full, of, full of chicks everywhere. I'm like, I'm pulling up. I let it go. Hits the rim up in the air. Everybody's cheering. I'm like, nigga, we made it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I'm feeling. So that feeling, yeah, man. That's it. That's what sports is, sports man. Sports gives you that feeling <laughs> at one end, mm -hmm. and then at the other end, you get that defeat. Man. And when my boys took that L on on Friday night, man, to Duke, Syracuse. Yeah. It hurt so bad, man. Man, because I, I know hurt. you can taste it. I could I I 
And they, and they used to see somebody like like Loyola Chicago oh, draw that K State bid and uh, put a thumping on them. Thump, they they thump. played at UD, right? Uh, no, they play where they, I think they were in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, they were in Atlanta. I thought, I thought they were in the first four, Lo- Loyola. No, 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 oh, okay. no. It was uh, somebody else. Okay. It was uh, somebody else. But, you know, that's, that's what March Madness is all about. You know, the reason it hurts a lot for me is because <laughs> Mike Wilson, the homie, yeah. uh, about a month ago, <laughs> called me out on Facebook. Yeah. On, on the, on the. Black top page. I like, throw a GIF in there every time I see it. <laughs> we we got a bet. We got a bet. What's up? We, we got a bet, Cam. We got a bet. And this is at the time where the cues is on the bubble. Like, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I don't think it's looking good. So, yeah. of course, I back out. I don't make the bet because I, I don't think we can win. I think I know where this is going. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> uh, after we win our game, they win their game. Me and him texting throughout the week, like, yo, let me let me live. Let me live with this victory over Michigan State. Let me enjoy this before we start the yeah. start the video. Like, you got it, man. You got it. Y'all earned it. Hey, I holla at you on Friday. Right. <laughs> like, I ain't wanna be like, what did that mean? Because I knew what it meant. Right. So it's probably about four o'clock. <laughs> My phone is going crazy. Log on to Facebook, nigga. Go on Facebook, nigga. I'm like, dang. What do you want? <laughs> Jump on the book. I get this diatribe. <laughs> Last time we played, I offered Kev a bet. He, he backed out. Yeah. But now, by Lord's favor, <laughs> we play again in the Sweet 16 tonight at 10 o'clock. Kev, do we have a bet? <laughs> so everybody coming in with, oh, the, yeah. with the, what's up, What you going to do? You what you going to do? do? Uh, so I can't allow <laughs> this to happen again. This is for all the marbles. So... I make the bet. And the bet was, was, was it what I saw? Yeah, I got to buy his those black. Saturday? Yeah, I got to mm. buy his black tie ticket, man, because uh. we took that L. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's one thing, me having to deal with that. I mean, that's. Because <laughs> you don't have to deal with it again, Joe. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's I'm gonna come gonna, right yeah, back up. Like, thanks for the ticket, Ken. Right. Like, fuck you. <laughs> it, it's just the fact, not only we lost, we lost to Duke. Yeah. I lost. I lost a bet, and I lost a bet to Mike. So it's just like, it's just like, when is this gonna get fixed again? Like, yeah. what's, like when the odds uh, of Duke and Syracuse getting getting nasty in the Sweet Sixteen again? Oh man, they plays. <laughs> honestly, I thought I was like, man, they they can they can win, they can win the game, but I was like, they're gonna need to score sixty eight points to win. And you know, I was at the club mm-hmm. working, so I'm really. Not paying attention to anything going on in the club. I'm really at the bar like this. Like <laughs> I really don't feel like being here. No offense. Right. <laughs> uh, but you know, when I get home, wifey gives me a hug. You're like, you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> She's like, well, here's the remote. Uh, I'm going to the bedroom. I'm sure you're gonna be watching, rewatching the game. Cause you know, you watch a game, yeah. you can't get the sound, you can't hear. She gave me my notepad, my ink pen, because <sighs> I take notes. That's how serious I am about yeah. this shit. So after watching the game twice, I watched it on Friday uh, after I got home from work and then again yesterday, uh, it's as simple as this. They're better than us. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. just that fucking simple. There's, there's no other way around it. They're better than us. They got five NBA players. We got two. Yeah. It's just that simple. Period, yeah. point blank. I could say we missed three dunks. I could say that. Yeah. I could say we missed three dunks. It's not a free throw where, okay, you miss some, you you make right. some, but three dunks. I could say that, but. What was the final re- score? 
It was 69, 64. Yeah, somewhere around mm. there. Yeah, so uh, so three dunks. Three dunks, bro. Mm. Three dunks. Mm. The agony of defeat, man. I I am st- I'm so proud of the team, yeah. yet I am still so frustrated because all I see in my head is those three missed dunks. That's the difference. Three missed dunks. Man, and it was so I tuned in second half pretty heavy. I I was staying alerted on the, you know, on on the phone with it, but when I started seeing, I'm like, oh, these boys got a shot. They Hang got a shot. Hanging tough like, like new kids on the block, nigga. Uh, I, I felt the same way. I'm like, Kev over there turnt right now. I know he is. I'm like, let me let me turn tune in so we can have some content for Sunday. Yeah. Let, me, let me tune in. Let me tune in so I can be ready. Man, I mean, that's what sports does, man. Yeah. It, 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 it reels you in and gets you so hype and so amped and just locked in and focused. But then when when things don't go your way, because majority of the time, they don't go your way. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. You're not going to, when, when they, what's the saying? You're not going to win them all. Right. When you're a fan, you're going to lose most of the time. If yeah. you think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Think there's, about your favorite teams. Right. There, there's very few team teams that just, you just know, like, we're we going to be here at the end of the year. You know, there's very few fan bases that got that confidence. Patriots. Probably yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Probably, you know, couple couple schools here and there, a couple professional teams here and there. But for the most part, it's agony more. It's agony and defeat. I think it's even <laughs> more when you're a fan of a good team. Like, mm-hmm. like okay, us. We're yeah. both Buckeyes. Yeah. It is agony that these motherfuckers lost to Iowa. Yeah. Like, you blew it. <laughs> right. What are you doing? Like, it's it, it's expected that Ohio State is in the conversation every year as a as a fan of a Buckeye. As a, being, a, being a Buckeye fan, you like, we get some of the best talent every year. So what, what, what are we doing with it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's the question And, and, every and year. it's the other, this other part, especially about being a college fan, super college f- fanatic. In college, especially in basketball, you think like, all right, if you're like on that super level, you're only getting these, these this group. For one year. Yeah. Because if they're good enough, they're going to go to pro. But then in football, you're like, all right, we got a three-year window with these guys. What are we going to do with these guys? Can right. we make this run to win us a championship, to get to the playoff, to actually have an opportunity? And when your team loses, like I remember it was times where when Ohio State would lose, like it would fuck up my whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Like I've grown past that to be like, all right, man, these niggas lost. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm mad, but I ain't gonna let this shit ruin my whole fucking weekend. Yeah. But it, it it's like that, and I've grown. I'm when I was a kid, when the Steelers would lose, it would ruin my whole fucking week. <laughs> so now it's not so much like that with professional sports. Once the playoffs start, I'm really just like, like when we lost to Jacksonville, it's just like, yeah. bruh. <laughs> Like, what are you doing to me, right. man? That was the shootout, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah. What the fucking Jaguars, <laughs> right. bro? What the fuck? Shoot What's your favorite the... sports memory, yo? It's coming soon, actually. Um, <laughs> no, hey! no, right. <laughs> no, I, I if y'all don't know, Killers headed to the Masters. Yeah. I'm be tuning in. Yeah. It's going to probably be my first time intentionally watching golf because I want to see if I could catch my homie in the background, yeah, man. Yeah, just... One of those. I'm, I'm gonna give you one of those. Yeah. yeah. But um, for me, man, my favorite. Well, I guess the one I've seen live would, would be the 1990 World Series. <clears throat> I was um, I was the biggest baseball fan. Baseball was my first sport. I fell in love with. Um, I played it pretty well. Um, made the All Star team every year in Little League. Got to you know travel a little bit through Ohio. Um, but that was all between you know third grade and eighth grade, you mm-hmm. know, type of thing. Um, but 
um, the World Series, man, I was, you know, I wore goggles because I had glasses. I played third base. So Chris Sable was like my ah. favorite baseball player. And that and that team had like Jose Rio, Eric Davis. I mean, you know, a, a loaded team. My babysitter um, for the summer, my, my mom, um, co-worker, they worked at a nursing home together. Um, their daughters were like 16 when I was, you know, nine, eight years old. So um, they babysitted me in the summertime. Well, their father went to college with Dave Whitfield, who played for the A's. They were college roommates. So uh, Dave Whitfield offered them tickets to come to, I think I believe it was the second game. It was the second or third game. I think we had, it don't matter. I think, we had, <laughs> I think we had the first two at home and then the, the last two at uh, Oakland. But I think it was game two. And uh, it was a school night. I can remember my, my mom you know, getting a phone call, and I can hear her saying, nah, it's a school night. I'm like, this ain't no just Reds versus whoever, mom. Yeah, this ain't this is no the regular World season. Series, and I'll <laughs> never get an opportunity to go to someone like this again. So I can remember just the excitement. I remember the ride down. I remember where we parked. Like I remember every little bit of that now as an adult, and it was just just to know that you're at like the game. You're at like one of the one of the most you know cherished sports at the time, and mm-hmm. you're just at the game, and you're at the World Series, and. Afterwards, we got to go to this little restaurant, and I got to meet Dave Whitfield. We had dinner. I mean, it was like an experience. You know, it was a whole experience as a nine, ten year old going to the World Series. So that that as as of now, (laughs) that's number one. But I I got a good feeling that uh, Thursday, Thursday, April fifth, opportunity going to to see my favorite athlete, Tiger Woods, uh, be back in form at one of the most cherished golf tournaments in the history of golf. You know, I'm super excited to be able to put my chair in the grass and uh, rain, sleet, snow, sunburn. I'm there. I, I can care less. I'm, I'm there. Sign up to, we, we're gonna we're gonna be there when it's dark, and we're gonna leave when it's dark. Hey, that's that's the kind of day. We, that's type of dedication yeah. that's being exactly. put in, man. Are, hey, it's it's worth it, man. Yeah. It's worth. That's what sports is all about, man. Being a sports fan and just giving it your all to your something that you love and mm-hmm. just something that you wish you could be able to do, man. You look at these dudes and you like. You look at a LeBron, you look at a Steph, a KD, just take off from the free throw line and throw one down or hit a three in a like people don't understand how deep an NBA three pointer is. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I I can remember my first time going to Wright Pat and Wright Pat um at their big hangar gym, they got these like regulation courts, mm-hmm. you know, and some, you know, you know, you know the high school or the elementary courts, you know, you do two steps from half court and you're comfortable pulling up sometimes. Yes, sir. You know, so so the, we had those kind of schools, and then I can remember being in high school and going over there, and it felt like I was running forever to get back. You know, it felt like I'm like, this is a nice little hall to be sprinting <laughs> back, you know, 20 times during the game to play defense or, or get on offense. And, like, I can remember that, man. I can remember, like, yo, these 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 courts is real. This, yeah, this three-point line is out here. <laughs> Every time, um, whenever we get the chance to uh, hoop at the Nutter Center, you know, they got the McGlynn gyms up uh-huh. there. We were hooping there. But sometimes the main court will be open. Yeah. And like, man, let's hoop on the main court, the exactly. real court. Exactly. That court big as fuck, man. <laughs> right. Like, damn, this shit didn't turn into a, a layup session. The niggas is not getting back. <laughs> right. Let's go to the other part. Because <laughs> right. this shit is real. Let's, let's run this way. Yeah, let's run the short way. God damn, I'm tired as fuck. Right. <laughs> but my best sports memory is it was, hmm, it's, it's one or one or the other. It's either when Ohio State beat Miami in the national championship game, 
Maurice Claret, mm-hmm. Craig Krenzel, Will Smith, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, Chris Will Gamble, <laughs> Will Allen. <clears throat> Good hit on Willis McGahee. Yeah. Good way to take him out. We needed that because they was on their way back. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they was about to come and take the, take it from us. They but were. anyway, hey, it's part of the game, bro. But uh, either that game when we actually beat the U mm-hmm. that was about to put in like 15 first round picks off that one team. <laughs> that whew. that game was greatness, man. Yeah. That, that game brings that game brings me just like so much joy whenever mm-hmm. I see it. And I also want to put up there when I went to the Rose Bowl, USC versus Texas, Vince Young versus. Oh, was that, that one? I was at that game. Got, I that, was that at, one got to be a little more because that at the game, and that's that's why it it is it, it's, it's hard because you know what I'm saying I'm a Buckeye yeah. and it's, I'm actually witnessing Back to that us. sports and that loyalty yeah, and that, that pride loyalty to my yeah. team. But that game, that's the best fucking football game I've ever seen in my life, man. Like, yeah. dude, they were down twelve with seven minutes to go. And they came back and beat USC. Not only beating USC, they beat them in Pasadena. You know what I'm saying? They had the crowd on their side. You know what I'm saying? They got the home crowd advantage. But just to see Vince Young do his thing in person with my own two eyes, uh, it was was amazing. And no, Kelly, I'm not telling that story. (laughs) I'm going to get you to come on the pod. You tell that story later. (laughs) I'm leaving that part out (laughs) right now. But uh, another one that's up there but not – is it's obviously sports related, but it's not totally. Uh, the year Ohio State uh, beat Alabama mm-hmm. and beat Oregon for the national championship. Me, uh, the wifey, and my brother went to the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis. It was when they beat Wisconsin like fifty to nothing, mm-hmm. and then they snuck in and got to a playoff and won the whole thing. Great, 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 great. But it was the day after. It was that Sunday, so we leave super early on that Sunday to get back home. To catch the the reveal of the uh, four teams, uh-huh. so my brother makes it back to Cleveland. I make it back to Dayton. We on the phone, like yeah, come on in like five minutes. All right, you made it, cool. All right, cool. I hit you up once it's over. Now you think we are gonna make it? <laughs> it's like I don't know. Good right. thing we blew him out because that, that's a good look, right? I'm like so when they unveiled us, uh, uh, Oregon number one. Uh, no, it was like Alabama number one, number three Florida State, number two Oregon. Number four, the Ohio State Buckeyes. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, we fucking made it. Right. And, like, I was I was blown away that they made it. And then, ultimately, they came out and won the whole thing. Yeah. So, those they, three. They, they started all this bullshit we're dealing with now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, those three memories are what I hang on to whenever I think about my love for just sports and just that, that good feeling. Yeah, that's when you, uh, when you brought up that um, Ohio State, Miami. Like when when Will being from my high school, being in my class, you know, mm. even though he left his senior year to go to Hebrew Heights, Will was born and raised in Westbrook. You know, I've known Will through sports ever since we started playing him in third grade. So to see somebody that you literally saw go from being an okay athlete to being a great athlete and put in that work through and through, like I was, I was, I was calling off work for stuff, and like I was missing. Like I was, my life stopped for whatever sports moment that was happening. And I always say, man, that game, that hit, and the even and even the, the Michigan interception mm-hmm. to secure the win. Like those two things, I feel like put Will in that NFL class. And it's just literally two plays in your life's work of sports that changed your life. You know, and, and I don't think he gets enough. I mean, I know it's it's a it's a brutal hit. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't think he gets enough credit for that. I mean, you know, that change it it it, it put the it put it put the ball in our hands and, and put the win in our hands. Yeah, man. Because ultimately, man, like I don't was killing I, us. I'm a I'm a Buckeye fan through and through, but I'm a realist, dude. Yeah. If Willis McGay he doesn't get hurt, they win that game. Yeah. Because you look at that third quarter, he gets rolling. <laughs> right. They start running that stretch play. Mm-hmm. He's making one cut. He's coming down here. Gone. And he's gone. <laughs> and we're not catching him, bro. Exactly. Period. And the simple fact that Will blew his fucking leg up. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Blew hey, it ultimately, up. <laughs> Will, Willis McGay, he got drafted in the first round. <laughs> right. Made a lot of money. Career, yeah. Made his money. So it's all good. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that hit helped us win that game. Absolutely. Help, no, no doubt about it, man. And, you know, you don't want to see nobody injured. You want them knocked out the game, though. Exactly. That's, that's football. Yeah, exactly. You, you're trying to take them out. That's what the defense is supposed to do. Exactly. So that shit should be played at every Buckeye game from here on out. Man. And that, a close-up on that, that leg that, going that, backwards, too. That need to be in rotation <laughs> in the locker room, when like, you're going hey, through the halls of the, hey, of the sports <laughs> complex, something. Low man wins, dog. <laughs> Low man wins. Exactly. So we talked about the highs. Yeah. Let's talk about the lows. The lows. Let's get low. <laughs> Let's get to a dark place. Yeah. Let's cry today on the podcast. <laughs> right. What's, let's just let's just go to one because I don't want to get too depressed. <laughs> right. Because I'm already in a shitty mood. Yeah. <sighs> Team sport, it has to be the year. That you fucking Steelers <laughs> took out Carson yeah, Palmer. <laughs> took out Carson Palmer oh. that year. That was the year I was talking the most shit. <laughs> I believe he was 13 and 3, I believe, or we was up there, had a great record. Yeah. And a great opportunity. And a few minutes, what, halfway through the first type of. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris Henry on that bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chemo Bonhoeffen. Rolled up on that leg, mm. went the other direction, entered John Kitna, Steelers yeah. win. That was the heartbreak. Like that, I can remember in Cincinnati too. I can remember spending two days not turning it on ESPN because I didn't want like I didn't want to hear nothing about no Bengals <laughs> Steelers. Not like I was livid, like heartbroken, livid. Like that was that was a terrible loss. And then for me too, the fall of Tiger Woods. Man, I mean, y- y'all know I'm a big golf guy when. When Tiger, you know that that Thanksgiving night, it's lit. Changed, yeah, changed it, changed the whole just just to see somebody being that good at something, and then how quickly the world was like, "Fuck you," you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like I stay loyal to like, man, hey, out of this bad shit. Yeah. If I had a TV around, I was famous. I'd be just the same, you know, the same person, you know. Just I just remember Tiger being a person, you know. Like people was just dogging that bashing man. him. Yeah. And think about like this, man, with that Tiger Woods thing. Nike stopped making golf equipment because of this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's major. That's a major thing. Like, exactly. their whole golf thing was wrapped around Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. And his fall from grace with his family situation, yeah. obviously him not winning and being injured mm-hmm. and just not being out there anymore, they stopped fucking making golf equipment. Yeah. Like, the whole, don't. The, the, the company yeah, of like, sports. Man, we out know? of this shit. Like, do they, I don't even think they make the PG off game anymore. They they just all all they do now is make apparel and they um they might have golf balls, but right. they, they don't make no more golf clubs, nothing like that. It's all just shirts, pants, socks, hats, belts, you know? <laughs> That's major. Yeah. They, with one person. Exactly. Because I mean, you know, 
Tiger brought in the other audience. It brought in the average person, and then it also brought in black people to mm-hmm. this, like a, a lot of black people. Tiger changed. I mean, changed first, the game. First place in the '90s would probably get you three hundred thousand. You know, first place, and now they're getting 1.6, 1.3, 1.2, you know, one point something Get million. the bag. <laughs> Get the fucking bag. So, you, so if you go on a run as a golfer where you win three or four tournaments like Justin Thomas did last year, you just made five million in like six weeks. Woo. It's crazy. It's crazy how much. That man will never get the respect he gets from what he did for golf until he's gone because people are not going to want to praise him that much because, you know, that you you never get the flowers while you can smell them type mm-hmm. of thing. So, I mean, he changed the, you know, even now today, you know, with his comeback, the ratings, the attendance, it's it's millions of dollars in differences when he's playing and when he's not. And that's mm-hmm. something that one person in a one individual sport does for it. So, you know, to me, that's one of the, you know, and even Serena, you know, I, I was a huge tennis guy in high school. I still, right. still love tennis, but. To be, you know, Serena, Serena made tennis the number one sport for a woman as right. far as making money, you know, and, and and that Williams family, you know, Serena and Venus really changed the outlook when on on women's sports and tennis. I mean, they if you have a daughter and you want her to make money, you need to have her play tennis. Hey. Tennis, tennis is where it's at for the for the income <laughs> of of to be able to compare to other major sports. Man, uh, people probably know where I'm going with my most heartbreak, man. It's, it, it's got to – it's one or the other, and it's both the same fucking team, man. The Cleveland Indians. Mm. If Take your fucking pick right about now. is <laughs> either I was a freshman at Rice State. We were playing the Florida Marlins in the World Series. Mm. The best fucking record in baseball. And this is why I fucking hate baseball to this day. <laughs> we got the best record in baseball, but game seven's in fucking Florida. Go figure. So, fucking Jose Mesa hasn't blown a save all year, man. He blows a fucking save, man. And we lose that game ultimately in extra innings. And I'll never forget it. People got to rewind. This is like, this is 97, man. This isn't, this isn't now where, you know what I'm saying, you got flat screen TVs, you got good cable in your dorm room. I'm living in a quad. Yeah. We don't have a TV, bro. I got to watch the game in the lounge. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) With other people, which people that know me, I don't watch yeah. teams I love with other people. I'll go to the bar or Roosters on the bye week. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I go, hey, man, y'all want to uh, Atlanta and Green Bay playing? Sure. What's up? Let's exactly. Go. When it's the Buckeyes, the Knowles, mm-hmm. Cuse, the Tribe, Steelers, Bengals, fuck you. Yeah. I'm at the crib. I, I need hit. to be focused. Yeah. They need me. My, my, <laughs> I'm on the team, too. My kids, before those games, will come in the room and say, Daddy, please don't holler too much today. It always scared. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm there. You know? I'm, they I'm, need I'm, me. Right. They need me. <laughs> so that heartbreak, I cried that night, yeah. and I'm not even going to front about it. I cried like a baby because we <laughs> fucking lost that. One of my favorite pitchers of all time, Charlie Nagy, tried to mm. come in the game and, and, and rally the guys. Omar Vizquel. I mean, we fucking had that shit, and we fucking lost. <laughs> but then, only way it can possibly be a heartbreak like that can possibly be trumped is blowing a three fucking one lead to a god 
damn Cubs mm. at home, bro. At I home. <laughs> I knew y'all was going too. I knew it, dude. I hate rain from now on. Like it, I'm <laughs> an extremely <laughs> petty person. Like I don't eat at Burger King anymore because I had a bad experience. I don't eat at McDonald's unless it's the McNuggets because I had a bad experience. Anytime it rains now, I think about a fucking rain delay that stopped the momentum for us winning the World Series because I still feel like Raji Davis hitting that fucking home run in the World Series to give to tie the game up and then a fucking rain delay killed our momentum because without yeah. that, we win the World Series. Yeah. So fuck the Cubs, <laughs> fuck rain, fuck a rain delay. <laughs> I'm pissed off now. <laughs> you know, one other sports I have to say this, man, because I'm so I'm mad at what, not so much at what happened. It, it's a huge sport moment, but it didn't affect me like it would my team. But I'm more so upset of where I was while this was happening. Mm. In 2003, you might remember a series with the Yankees and the uh, Boston Red Sox. <laughs> I we started out, you know, I think they were New York was up 3-0. Yeah. And we had to go to the field. I mean, we had to go to the woods for a week. And this is 03. So there's like no cell phone that's going to be able to get me the alert. Or, you know, we still playing Snake on Nokia's. You know? <laughs> so we had we had radios. And we were like listening, but like not really. You know, it's playing. You're doing, you're playing Spade. You're talking right. shit. You're hanging out in your off time. I spent that whole week getting like the news the next day that like Boston won. So I missed <laughs> All four He's games. like it's in the 60s, nigga. I missed all <laughs> four <delay>. games <laughs> because of the fact that I was in the woods playing Army. And, <laughs> and to miss that sports moment, like it, I know what happened and I know the outcome, but I didn't get to really see it and feel exactly. <laughs> I didn't get to see it and feel it. It's like I'm, I, I'm sad that I missed that type was, of sports moment. It was amazing. Yeah, I missed Fucking the whole amazing. thing. Like I missed I, I I should go back and probably just watch – the last four games because I, you know, but I'm not huge on watching baseball games unless it's the Reds. So that would be a hard task to complete. I'm but, sure they got like a super cut yeah, on YouTube or something definitely. like that. It's, it's amazing to even yeah, think about like I a dude that whole thing. literally <laughs> had his fucking legs stapled together. <laughs> right. <laughs> and fucking went out there and pitched like eight innings, yeah. dude. Like it's I missed, crazy. I missed that whole sports moment. Oh, Terrible. man. It, it's, it's sports, man. You sons of bitches. <laughs> Let's leave on a good note, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's leave on a good note. Bring, bring, bring the emotions back, right. back, Usa, back level. Usa, yeah. man. Fucking sports, man. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> this is, this heard is any great. dope mixtapes lately? I actually have. <laughs> I am surprisingly shocked to be able to say that I actually have. And this mixtape I heard, it comes from a place, a person that we all know. Know and love. Yeah. Little redhead. Yeah. Pigtail, <laughs> little ponytails. Wendy's, yes, yeah. Wendy's has a mixtape. You're talking you... about the Baconator Wendy's. <laughs> that Wendy's. Yo, so I don't know where I was <laughs> when it when it crossed my timeline. Like I think, yeah, I, I'm not like the biggest Twitter person in the world, but I just so happen to be on Twitter scrolling, and then I say, see Wendy's mixtape. I was like, huh? So I go. To Google Play, well, not Google Play. Shit, what I'm talking about. I go to Apple Music and I type in Wendy's and we beefing comes up. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I hit play and I listen to the first track. I'm like, 
It's just a burger place? Right. <laughs> Yo, they got an EP they, out. And it's dope. It's fire. How the hell did... did so, now, now, it's time for my my segment of Killer Care's Confessions. Uh-oh. You sent me that link. Yeah. I hit play. I get to it. I'm reading it. It just says, at Wendy's. So, <laughs> I'm not like... I don't know the backstory. I just see a person called at Wendy's. <laughs> So I hit play, right? Yeah, I'm about to get you all the way there. I hit play, and I'm listening to this. I'm like, I gave it probably like 30 seconds, maybe a minute. I'm like, it's dope, but I'm like, man, I'm out the loop. Like, I'm feeling like, who is at Wendy's that I have not heard this, right? So a couple days go by. I'm starting to get ready for today. I'm like, I got to, you know, start going over, make sure I got everything together for the pod. I'm like, let me go. So then I hit this. And I and so what I did was I went back and I was like, let me see who at Wendy's is, right? <laughs> so I Google at Wendy's and it comes up at Wendy's mixtape. Perfect. First thing I see is a beef patty with we was well, what's beefing or, or, or we, beefing. We, we beefing? Not and beefing. It, and it looks beefing. it looks very similar to one of my favorite CDs of all time, uh, the Big yeah. Ready to Die. So I'm looking at this like, hold on, bro. Is this like Wendy's Wendy's? Yes. Nigga. So then I go back to the mixtape hit play. It's four tracks, 11 minutes, and they four for four, bro. Dude. This mixtape is dope. I ain't even going to play. I've listened to it now three times on Saturday and once on the way here. This motherfucker got Twitter fingers. <laughs> Holding it down. Yeah. Rest in grease, nigga. And my oh, favorite. Shit. And Clowning, my... nigga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That... Shots fired Man. at Whack Arnold. <laughs> and the four for four. I mean. Y'all have to y'all have to check this out. Check yeah. it out. It, it is one of the best marketing tools ever, man. Ever. Like You look at, you, this is a little bit inside radio a little bit, but uh, you look at McDonald's. You probably rewind maybe like five, ten years ago. You think about like all the McDonald's commercials you would see. You would see the the Calvin ads. Yeah. You don't see Calvin ads on no. on TV anymore. Nor do you hear uh um McDonald's is heavy, well used to be heavy spenders in radio, especially urban radio. Uh-huh. Um they always prided themselves in having a place for, you know what I'm saying, minorities to come get their first jobs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they've over the recent like last two years, they really cut back on that that advertising and that spending and that that, that lane. That lane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was a article I read in Inside Radio, like, explaining why or what theories between it. I won't bore you with the details, but I just find it funny that that happens, and now we have a fucking mixtape, something that our culture is yeah. all about. Right. And people that live this lifestyle and are always looking for the new music and, and how we get our music is on our phones and off of streaming sites and everything like that. It was a genius idea. Super. And it's what people are talking about. And to be, to have the longevity of a business like a McDonald's, like a Wendy's, like they've all been competing for the same prize in the Mm -hmm. sense of your money. Yeah. They want you to come eat at their establishment. Yeah. And we all, and they all, for the most part, you know, anywhere you're traveling in the U.S., you get off the highway, you got a couple options. McDonald's, Wendy's. Oh, they got Burger King, too? Like, you know, you have yeah. 
for the most station. part, they kind of travel together. They, yeah. they 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 work they work in the same the same blocks. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what exactly what it is. So it's like it's just it's just genius to be like, well, we can cut back millions of dollars in advertising, put a, a percent or two of that into this, and still reach the same people. And they put some thought into it. It wasn't just no bullshit. Yeah. It was dope beats, funny lyrics. What else do you want in a mixtape? I mean, you look at <laughs> Papa John's, what happened with them in, yeah. between the NFL. And I'm going to miss my uh, Papa uh, 50 on Monday and Thursdays when I was just getting my 50% off <laughs> during the games. And you look at DiGiorno's taking shots at them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You look at Pizza Hut taking shots at them. Like, that's what it's about. Yeah. Uh, it's, at the top, it's just us. <laughs> exactly. It, it's, 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 it's on. Like, yeah. this is... This creates buzz. It gets people talking about your product. It gets people talking about your brand. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. And, you know, maybe that, that next time some the family's riding past the those two restaurants, maybe little Joey's like, no, I want Wendy's. Yeah. We don't fuck with McDonald's. We beefing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we beefing. <laughs> we, we, we don't fuck with them. Yeah. We don't fuck with the clown no more. Let's go get a Frosty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that'll help. But ultimately, the, the real question is, Who's really rapping? That's the question. Who's rapping these bars? Yeah. Who got the ghostwriter of all ghostwriter jobs? That's what I want to know. You you just became the number one ghostwriter in America. Number one. You know, at <laughs> uh, uh, first, uh, first listen, I thought it was our girl Dreezy. Uh-huh. That's who she sounds like, yeah. like tone-wise. But I'm like, it can't be her. Like, right. M- Maybe it is. Who the fuck I know? Right. Maybe, maybe we'll find out by the episode 100 or something. Yeah, maybe we'll find <laughs> out, man. But uh, if you be haven't talk. heard the dopest mixtape on the streets right now, we beefing at Wendy's. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I love it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's something It's something like that I, I didn't expect. I guess that's the best thing about it. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect something like this from... A burger joint. Exactly. This came out of nowhere. It took me four days to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those, you know, but once you figured it, once I figured it out anyway, I, I did the same thing. I said back, like, how dope is it that my brother, who works for a radio station, <laughs> sent me a link to a mixtape from Wendy's, and the shit wasn't like no gag, ha-ha joke. Yeah. It was actually like, bro, check this out. Yeah. And it turned out to be something worth checking out. Fun, fun <laughs> another fun thing before we get up out of here. McDonald's, like I said, they spend a lot of money on radio. They were just up here at the station on Thursday because every Friday is filet fish Fridays or whatever. And mm-hmm. they were giving out everybody filet fish or whatever. And they're like, you want one? I was like, yeah, sure. But I don't eat filet fish or whatever. <laughs> and then we were talking. So I was talking to homie Drake. I was like, man, I don't fuck with McDonald's, man. Let's, unless it's the McNuggets. Anything in there, right. I don't eat, man. I was like, I really fuck with Wendy's if I want a fast burger. <laughs> and this shit comes like a couple <laughs> days later. So uh, we beefing. Yeah. Dopest mixtape on the streets right now, man. I'm telling you, it's 11 minutes, four songs. It's worth your time, yeah, man. It's, it's worth, worth time. it. I'm It'll put you. a smile on your face and uh, make you rethink your burger choices. Exactly. You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We out till next week. Peace.